Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga. It's nearly the end of Hot Business, which means it's time to take a look at what's moving the markets locally and internationally. For the rest of the month, we're asking analysts to send us their views and a wrap of what's the most important thing moving the markets. Good evening, Nzinga, and good evening to all of your listeners. Always great to be on the show. So, yeah, let's start with what is moving the offshore markets. Uh, the S&P is just picking up where it left off last year. It's up 3% this year. And the stock market rally that was largely driven by tech at the end of the year has slightly broadened to other sectors as well. Uh, yesterday, we saw stronger U- P- strong PMI prints out of the US, which showed that US economic strength continues to shine through, uh, solidifying the soft landing narrative that has led to this miraculous market rally in the last few months. The rates market in the US is now pricing in 725 basis point rate cuts for this year. That is a total of 1.75% of rate cuts. This has been the main tailwind for markets, which have now had three consecutive positive months. And technology and growth do continue to lead the rally as they are obviously more sensitive to to the change in interest rates. And of course, it's also... it's the corporate earnings season that we are in the middle of now in the US. And there were two um, very interesting companies that have reported. The one is, we all know very well, it's Netflix, which had a very strong set of results and it is seeing growth reaccelerate again. Subscribers increased quite significantly to 260 million around the world. But Netflix are now looking to increase their average revenue per user uh, for us, this unfortunately means that price hikes while streaming platforms are likely to uh, come our way. Um, and Netflix in general, of course, has been capitalizing on the steady decline of television. There is still a large market around the world that uses television as their primary source of viewing. And Netflix certainly wants to take a large chunk of this market share. And you might have just heard uh, that they have purchased the rights to broadcast WWE starting from next year Uh, this is of course very popular around the world and it does represent a huge untapped market uh that netflix outside of the us that that netflix would like to take a share of and netflix does continue to stand head and shoulders above other streaming platforms and all around the board a set of positive metrics for netflix which is recovering very strongly after quite a dismal 2021 and 2022 and the second company I'd like to just touch on was Tesla, which is the opposite, we could say, to Netflix at the moment. It's had a very, very strong run-up in the past few years, but this year is having a tough time. The stock is down 22% year-to-date on the back of electric vehicle demand continuing to slow. The Tesla Model Y uh, did, however, have 1.2 million deliveries uh, last year, making it the best-selling vehicle on the planet. Uh, South Africans might have to wait a while to get their hands on on these vehicles, though. Uh, and the impact of price cuts on these EVs have been hitting margins hard. It is, of course, Tesla's approach to cut prices so that they can gain market share in the electric vehicle industry. And as a result, gross margins were down from 23% a year ago to 17% currently, whilst operating margins halved from 16% last year to 8% this year. Um, And it is their longer term strategy 
to get as many EVs into the market as possible and then generate revenue through the services that are in the software inside these electric vehicles. But ultimately, no doubt that competition is ramping up in the electric vehicle markets. Moving on to Asia, uh, Chinese authorities have been looking to provide stimulus to their slumping stock markets, which recently reached a five-year low this week. Uh, and obviously, this was now met with some renewed urgency by authorities to prop up the equity market and support economic growth. And yesterday, the news out of China was that they are reducing the reserve ratio for their banks by 50 basis points. This means that the banks have to hold less cash on their balance sheet and can therefore increase their lending. Uh, this will increase the liquidity in the financial system, which is traditionally good for risk assets. And the Chinese equity market has since increased 4% since this announcement yesterday. We do see this as a short-term way to artificially prop up growth rather than measures that will actually promote long-term sustainable growth. Um, this is, of course, in the context of China, which has been very disappointing over the past few years. And we have certainly become somewhat disillusioned with China and, and predicting policy there has become close to impossible from our point of view. Then moving on to local markets, uh, the JC is, is flat today. Some of that positive sentiment from China not really coming through to our local market, which of course we have our own set of factors that we struggle with. Uh, the resources index is down 1% today. And overall for the JC, it's been a really tough start to the year. It's down now 5% uh, with the resources index really leading this, this leg to the downside. Uh, it is down over 10% so far this year. And this has largely been due to the rising rates in the past few weeks in response to stronger economic conditions, which has uh, somewhat softened commodity prices this year. And this, along with South African-centric worries, have really dampened the outlook for the mining sector. Uh, there, there were some positive results today. Though Mr. Price came up, came up with a very good update and they are seeing margins accelerate again. Sasso also came up with a production update that was definitely less worse than feared. Um, the, the RAND is back to trading below 19 RAND to the dollar again today. Uh, this is after headline inflation for December came out of 5.1%. This was slightly lower than what markets were expecting. This was largely driven by lower fuel prices. And food inflation decelerating for the first time in months. And then the Monetary Policy Committee uh, met earlier today where it was decided that the South African Reserve Bank is going to uh, keep the repo rate at 8.25%. This was largely expected by the market and can certainly be seen as a bit of a non-event from investors. Uh, and then 1% of interest rate cuts are now priced in for South Africa for 2024. This is expected to occur, however, at the back end of the year. And, and on the RAND, we really do expect RAND volatility to remain due to a really volatile nature like of the tug and war between domestic and international factors. All right. That's where we leave it for Hot Business this evening. Thanks so much for being with us. Remember, if you're joining us and you're listening to us on your classic dial radio Carolyn Stain coming up at the top of the hour. 
if you're listening to us on our newer platforms, DSTV Channel 822, or on our fantastic Hot 1027 app, or on hot1027.co.za, the best of old school and R&B. Good evening. Hot 1027 Business with Enzinger.